Hello and welcome to the Sean Gilligan podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about asynchronous work. In particular, I'm going to talk about how I spend my time as a CEO whilst working remotely. Work patterns have changed with more people working from home. The daily commute has gone and has been replaced by sleep-ins, more family time, exercise and the school run, or perhaps just more work. I think to get the best out of your time, you need to determine when you have most of your energy. I'm an early bird and find most of my energy first thing in the morning. I find it easiest to get through tasks first thing and try and tackle my worst and most important tasks first. Mornings are reserved for deep work and internal meetings. Monday is when we have our weekly management meetings. These meetings start at 10am and 11am respectively and our weekly management meetings start by playing the weekly reports, a screencast via a screen share. This approach means that we have less time waiting for people to get started, showing their screen, and we stick to time. Most companies when working remotely present their slides live um, using a Zoom call and perhaps PowerPoint or Google slide decks. Our weekly reports are played asynchronously, so they're pre-recorded. Managers can play weekly reports asynchronously to prepare questions and gather thoughts. In order for this to work effectively, managers file their screencasts on Friday, ready for Monday's management meetings. Monday afternoons are dedicated to our weekly finance meeting, ad hoc meetings and other deep work. We did try to do our weekly meetings entirely asynchronously, but we found that the weekly meetings were too complex. Asynchronous meetings work best for single topics. The rest of my working week follows a similar pattern. Tuesday through Friday mornings are blocked for deep work and ad hoc meetings. When I say meetings, these can be live video calls or simply dropping a voice note into a private group. Quick back and forth communication defaults to asynchronous, for example, a status update or a quick question. My one-to-one meetings with line managers have also gone asynchronous because I'm not interrupting their deep work or their customer calls. For asynchronous work to be effective, people do need to respond in a couple of hours. When an issue is important and urgent, we jump on a call or we send an instant message. Most things aren't zero priority, so a voice note or a screencast works well. You get to see when people have played your message and people can like your message and respond in their preferred method, be it text, voice or video. If I wasn't using asynchronous communication, I would have more meetings in my diary and less flexible work. Using voice notes, I can send messages whilst having breakfast before arriving in the garden shed where I work when working from home. This means I'm starting work before I've even opened the laptop computer. I'm posting voice notes in private groups on my smartphone. Clearly, if I'm needed in the office, I'll be up at 6.30am to leave the home by 7am and arrive at the office by 8am. I do miss the commute listening to Radio 4, grabbing a coffee and gathering my thoughts, but it's not great for the environment and traffic can be frustrating. Arranging meetings is an overhead in itself and I use a diary booking system where people can book time with me in 15 minute, 30 minute and one hour slots. This is an efficient approach and negates the need for back and forth emails to establish the best times to meet. The problem is you end up with back to back meetings. I spend a lot of my time searching for talent. We are, after all, a people business creating software for our customers. 
I used to schedule live meetings to conduct first round interviews in 15 minute slots. However, this approach often led to filling my diary for weeks on end. You might occasionally get no-shows and I was finding that I couldn't get through the volume of work needed. I now use video messages for first round recruitment screening interviews. In the good old days, this used to be a phone call and now I use video messages where candidates explain their skills and their experiences. If I'm short on time, I can play the videos from candidates at twice the speed to get through more work. Once I like a candidate, I send them my video callback button so they can call me back. This way there's no scheduling needed and the video callback button is enabled when I'm available and when I'm not available, the button is disabled. People can still schedule a meeting with me, but for people who want a quick conversation, I encourage them to use the video callback button on my blog. Going asynchronous with screening candidates, status updates and quick fire questions means my mornings are free for deep work. The meetings fit around the work rather than the work fitting around the meetings. Having freedom most mornings for thinking time, writing, sending voice notes of thoughts and checking in with team members gives myself and my team greater flexibility. Asynchronous work with video messaging and voice notes keeps you connected with your teams whilst allowing you to work on your terms. Live meetings with video calls are an important aspect of working remotely. In instances when you are introducing yourself and escalating an issue, video meetings are unavoidable. However, on an evening outside of work hours, I'm able to send a voice note in a group. This way the work is getting done and nothing is getting lost. Increasingly, my workforce is going global with people in Asia Pacific and the Americas working asynchronously with the UK. You can have teams working through the night in Asia and handing over to the European teams before the baton is handed over once more to people in the Americas. Gone are the days of nine until five. How and where we work has changed. It's important to continually adapt how we work and run experiments. For now, a blend of synchronous and asynchronous communication is working well, not interrupting my staff with endless meetings and letting them focus on what needs to be done has improved productivity and engagement. You can now work anywhere and at any time, unless that is that the customer wants you on a video call. It's good to see how my meetings have been replaced by asynchronous meetings. This often happens when schedules don't align. My next aim is to educate customers on the benefits of asynchronous communication for deep work. The more customers move towards async, the more our business can work asynchronously. Thank you for listening to the Sean Gilligan podcast. We've been talking about asynchronous work and how I spend my time working remotely. I hope you've enjoyed it. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.